Welcome back to For the Love of Men podcast. My name is Courtney Shand, and I'm hosting with my dear friend, Brianna Mosier. Hello. The intention of the show is to bring together men and women to learn how to honor each other's natural, masculine, feminine, energetic core so that we can create healthy, polarized relationship dynamics in dating and in relationship space. Yes. So, before we dive in, I want to introduce you to my good friend, Bree. Bree. Tell my friends who you are, what you do, how awesome you are in the world. How awesome I am in the world. My name is Bree. I work with mentor, coach, whatever word you want to say, uh, usually female entrepreneurs, to help them start and scale their soul-led businesses and attract in healthy, empowered, masculine partners. So we do that through means of embodying more of their feminine energy, that magnetic energy, understanding receiving energy and magnetics in business, um, in terms of clients and money, and as well as in their dating life, because it's really about who you be in the world that creates your reality with love and your reality with business. So that's what I do, a lot of pleasure intimacy work as well, that's kind of my domain in helping women integrate their feminine. And Courtney and I have similar work, but, but different actually, distinctly different, yeah. so tell the people, Courtney, well, your magic is in the world. Yeah. So I am a relationship mentor as well. I help women to activate their masculine energy so that it is what is supporting them to open their heart and radiate that feminine energy out in the world. Again, it comes out in business, how we treat our body, how we date, how we show up to new situations and what we're willing to experience in life when we know that we have our own back. So that is my work out in the world is to clean up that generational trauma that can hold us back or keep us playing small in any of those areas. So I love, love, love it. So good. Thanks. Yes. And today we have a really fun episode. We want to talk about feminine energy, obviously. <laughs> what you need to do if you're noticing that your feminine energy partner is either having a hard time opening up or that you're noticing that she's spending more time in her masculine energy, mm. here's what you need to understand in order to better support her and create that polarization that maybe you once had and maybe isn't happening at the moment. Mm. Yeah, there really tends to be two camps in this world of masculine, feminine energy and, and relationship. People tend to be in the stance of, well, women are too masculine and that's the problem, mm -hmm. or well, men aren't being strong enough in their masculine, and so that's why women aren't opening. And I think Courtney and I are in agreement when we say there's responsibility on both ends uh, for the woman to do her work to be able to open, but there's also responsibility for the masculine to create a safe space for her to open. And that's what we want to support you all with today. I'm sure we will do an episode on helping women balance their, um, let down their masculine guard more. We've definitely brought it up somewhat in the past around embracing your feminine energy and learning to receive and those things but we want to help the masculine energy beings create safe spaces for their feminine energy partners so they can get the juiciest part of the feminine mm, yeah. yeah before we dive into that mm -hmm. let's paint the picture of feminine energy and what that looks like when it's open online available mm. accessible what does it look like in a woman? Yeah, what does it feel like when you're in your like most mm. empowered feminine energy? It feels... How would we identify you? When I'm in my empowered feminine energy, I feel the most at home. I feel 
able to relax. I feel softened. I feel really playful, fun, lighthearted, generous, very generous, uh, in touch with my emotions, in touch with my body, able to intuit, able to be so sensitive to the moment and my partner's needing or what I'm needing or what the moment's asking for. It's a very like flowy, juicy, calm, playful energy and you might get any archetype of the feminine in that moment i think we've given a nod to this in a past episode that there's Mm -hmm. so many different sides to the feminine there's the warrior woman there's the uh, seductress there's the sacred slut there's the mothering energy there's um, lots of different feminine archetypes for me personally i tend to be in more of like the playful silly really present in my body flirty relaxed when I'm in my feminine. What, what's it feel like for you? Mm. I feel like when I am... Yeah, I feel more playful as well. That yeah. is one thing that does come through for me. I find myself skipping and dancing and laughing a lot more and more um, confident about mm. seeing people. About, like you said, intuiting what the moment is needing or what's yeah. being asked for. I'm less in my head thinking about things and more just able to be... Um, to be be present and available for whatever is opening up and that does create a lot more joy and a lot more fun and a lot more stickiness and tension with Mm. um, whoever I'm with uh, my partner or when I was dating there was a lot more like tension because I was able to relax into the moment and let it just unfold I wasn't trying to control it or steer it or anything it was just like receiving it for Mm. what it is and really what supports that energy is safety. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we want to hone in on this. As you know, we've said it a million times that the three core needs of the feminine are to be seen, to be heard, and to feel safe. I could also argue presence is an important mm-hmm. one too. If the feminine feels your presence wavering, she might start to shut down. That's an episode for another day. But we want to talk about safety because if safety is not met, I would say that the other two are kind of irrelevant at that point yeah. because being seen and heard is part of safety. So how can the masculine create such safety for the feminine where it feels natural for her Mm -hmm. to open up to her feminine? And I want to make it really clear that it cannot be forced. We, as feminine energy beings, I cannot open to the masculine even if I want to, if I'm not feeling safe. And there have been times where I've been like, why am I feeling so guarded or so closed or whatever it is? And it was just not available in that moment, the dynamic of people, whatever it might be, I didn't feel safe enough. Mm-hmm. Even if I wanted to soften into that space, I couldn't because mm-hmm. I didn't feel safe with the person I was with. Emotionally, we'll do an episode on this, but emotionally, sexually, physically, I didn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good point because I think there's a lot of information out there, especially in the feminine energy space, where like if you are wearing this masculine shield, you just need to drop it. Yeah. And we were talking before we started recording, and I'm like advocating against that yes. philosophy because... Let him know. Why? Because we don't... <laughs> <laughs> hype you up to this, the day yes, I die. Courtney, give him the magic. <laughs> this isn't about becoming more um, soft and vulnerable unilaterally. Mm-hmm. That is going to open you up for repeated trauma. What I teach women, and I think you teach women this too, is the softening, the quote-unquote softening that feminine energy teachings are advocating for or helping you to reach is the discernment. 
Yes. That sensitivity that is very innately feminine mm -hmm. is the discernment of, is this person safe for me to drop my guard with? And if not, I always tell my women, if you don't feel safe, don't force yourself. Yeah. Like, let it go. Let that moment pass. You can do some inner work and then revisit it on another date. But it is not up to you to purposely drop your guard when you're consciously not feeling safe. Mm -hmm. If it is like in your awareness that I don't feel safe with this person, mm -hmm. I would advocate definitely not to purposely override your systems. That is there for you to trust your systems mm -hmm. to keep you safe. That nervous system activation is there to alert you that something is not right. Your job is to just see what's happening and see do I need to act on this? Mm -hmm. And it's okay to let that moment pass. You're not missing out. You're not going to miss the man. He's not going to run away. And if he did, then that is not your person. But it's been my experience that there's a lot of teaching out there that you need to outgirl mm -hmm. the man or you need to like be more feminine or be more vulnerable. And mm -hmm. what I find is it's this kind of like disintegration of yes. who can be more vulnerable until you're both disempowered and a puddle. shapeless puddles I'm yeah just thinking puddle yeah yeah you're just too fluid at that mm -hmm. point both it, of you both of you are polarity so, still doesn't exist there right so you're not doing yourself any favors by outgirling a man or trying to be more vulnerable than him there is something like you were saying of um, doing your work to soften but the softening is really mm -hmm. the sensitivity of do I feel safe with this person mm -hmm. Do I feel safe in his presence? Do I feel safe when I'm not in his presence? Mm -hmm. Those two questions are gonna give you all the information that you need to regulate your nervous system and to move on if that's not the person that can help you feel safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, such a good point. And it, it is fair to say that her part of her work is softening and learning to take down her guard. And mm -hmm. what Court and I both work a lot with women on is learning to, um, how do I say? release resentment around the collective masculine heal their trauma in the past with mm -hmm. the masculine a number of things to help them soften mm -hmm. i don't think mask i don't think men understand how much of an ability they have to create safe space for women to heal oh say more there's when you are with a man who is empowered and creates a space of safety for you it is healing so much trauma. That's been my experience. Is mm -hmm. When he's able to hold space, when he's able to be consistent, when he's able to notice my boundaries and respect them, I soften naturally. And mm -hmm. it's correcting so many experiences in the past where men haven't respected boundaries or have pushed or have made her feel unsafe in the past. Mm -hmm. Right? So if he comes in and he bees this steady reliable integrous truthful and this is not in a manipulative way this is truly like he's wanting her heart mm -hmm. with no ulterior motive mm -hmm. but just to create safety for her that's deeply healing for mm -hmm. women and it's such a gift so you do have power there men mm -hmm. to, to really help women whether you end up with them or not feel safe around men again yeah court and i were speaking before the show and I think it's fair to say that most women have had trauma with the masculine. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, when you're a young girl and men look at you in the grocery store and you're like, I don't, why is he, why are they looking at me like that? This is confusing, right? And depending on how much support you get around unpacking those, that can be big T trauma or little T trauma for you. Um, down to abusive relationships, sexual abuse. 
Um, there's all kinds of different trauma that women can have with men. Father wounds, brother wounds, mm -hmm. anything like that. Mm -hmm. So understand that when you're dating a woman, she comes with that. And there's probably some mistrust of men in there somewhere. So the safer you can make her feel, the better, the more healing. And honestly, the, the more juicy, fun parts of her you're going to get that you want. But it does, in a way, have to be earned. Mm -hmm. Not like a holding the carrot from you, but earned is in a sense of she can't open to you before she's ready, even if she wants to. Yeah, and I think that's such a good point to make that distinction that it's not, it's not even a intentional withholding of her feminine energy. Yeah. It would be like system override. Yes. To you, she would completely shut down if she were to do that. It would be like system failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, women are learning to trust their bodies again. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And I love that you said that, that there is a lot of uh, historical baggage that can be cleaned up just by you being solid and present and sturdy and to reflect back or to just absorb when she is emoting, to just be there to hear it yeah. and let it impact you. That can be some of the most profound healing and revealing process that I don't think men understand how valuable that is. Mm. And it's probably the same when women are in their empowered feminine energy. It's very healing for men too, mm -hmm. to be around. So mm. there's something else that you just said and I was like, ooh, that's so good. Mm. Oh, about women's experience in the world. Yeah. Of the ways that we've been socialized to interact with men and again, a lot of times this is historical. This is something that's very ancestral and very integrated in our nervous system beyond our conscious awareness. Like way below what we're aware of mm -hmm. is that men are not safe, not mm -hmm. trustworthy, mm -hmm. not um, that we will be um, exploited or mm. um, overpowered crushed, squished, all of those words are words that I'm taking directly from client sessions. This is not something I'm making up. Yeah. These are conversations that I've legitimately had with women who, when we're healing their relationship to masculine energy at large, these are the conversations that we're having to have because no one has, through their life, been able to hold space for those conversations to be had mm. for probably multiple generations. So when women are able to soften in this way, in your presence, know that it's actually deeply deeply healing they're like entire line backwards and forwards so mm -hmm. it's amazing how we can intersect people mm -hmm. in their healing process mm. yeah this is such an important topic yeah the more i listen to you and think about you know what if i could really say anything to men around creating safety what would it be mm -hmm. and i think men maybe i'm assuming too much but i think good men are generally going to know what to do when they understand our perspective mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they're natural protectors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we, um, like, for example, we were speaking before the show, generally speaking, moving through the world as a woman, I'm always thinking about my safety, mm -hmm. my physical safety. And in a relationship, I'm always thinking about my emotional safety sexual safety, the safety of my boundaries, all these things. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about physical safety, Court and I were over at my place the other night, last night, and we were walking my dog, Ollie, and I was telling her that when I walk by myself, I have to be mindful of, I don't subscribe to this 
you know, what you wear is what you're asking for. I think it's completely toxic and needs to be uh, ripped out of our <laughs> culture. It's so demeaning to women. It's unbelievable. And yet when I'm feeling very unsafe, I will make sure that I wear something that is, won't get me any attention that I don't want. I don't want to subscribe to that. But when you feel highly unsafe, you're like, let me just cover this up because I don't want to be catcalled. And it doesn't matter what I wear. I still get that attention even if I don't want it. And it doesn't feel like a compliment. It makes me feel unsafe. It makes me feel violated. Um, it makes me feel exposed. Mm. And I don't like that. Defenseless. But when I'm with Courtney, I feel safer because we're less likely, you know, if something were to happen, we'd be together. This is the actual real-time conversation in my head is, well, I'm going to be with Courtney. I'm still going to take the pepper spray. I need to make sure the house is locked. Am I okay to wear this? Well, I'm with her, so I think I'll be fine. The whole time we were walking, I was like, when is the sun going to go down? Because I don't want to walk home in the dark. Mm -hmm. And I certainly don't want us to be together walking home in the dark. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around each corner, looking at like where could we potentially be isolated? I don't want to go down those roads. This is ingrained in me. It's funny as I'm telling you, I'm like, wow, this is so subconscious all the time. But all the time I'm thinking about, am I safe? The moment I get in my car, I lock the doors. Mm -hmm. I walk around holding my pepper spray. And I've never had an experience of being attacked or violated. It's just, maybe it's how we're socialized as women that you're going to get snatched. You got to be mindful. The environment's not safe because... We're often seen as prey. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How weird is that? And I think for my understanding in working with men and talking to men is um, for, some, for some men, and especially depending on their demographics in terms of age, in terms of race, that can feel accurate for them too. Um, and for other men, they are shocked that they're, uh, that I can't even believe that that's how you feel in the world, that you're thinking about is someone going to grab my purse or bump into me accidentally on purpose you know what I mean mm -hmm. what's it like for you yeah. do you have anything yeah. to add about that you know what I think it really boils down to for me is this not feeling seen like my mm -hmm. boundaries will be violated because they don't matter to other people mm -hmm. in a uh, you know like people will get too um, yeah there's just a lot of uninvited energy that I can't protect myself against yeah. um, energetically but also physically that, that kind of plays into my ability to because if I can't set boundaries energetically then my physical boundaries are going to be even more difficult to navigate so um, yeah I, I think that really plays into a, kind of a weak point for a lot of women is feeling seen that goes back to like the seen and safe and heard. Mm -hmm. If you're not feeling seen, you're not going to feel safe. If you're not feeling heard, you're definitely not going to feel safe because that's how we protect ourselves is with communicating our boundaries. Mm -hmm. Of here I am, hey here I am. See me here, don't hurt me. Like protect me or that's what you mean about being seen. Yes. We're not saying you see us cuz you're catcalling us. She's saying you're not seeing my boundary. You're yes. not seeing me. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Yes, you're not seeing me as a whole person and respecting and honoring mm -hmm. me that I have dignity and boundaries mm -hmm. and um, ways that I would like to be treated and engaged with. That's kind of overridden and not considered. That's yeah. what it feels like in my experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this has been true for, I'll just say for the clients I've worked with and the girlfriends I've talked about this with, that this is the general consensus. 
because again it could just be how we're socialized that you need to be careful as a woman because you are physically weak or small or whatever mm-hmm. but nonetheless that's how a lot of women not maybe not all experience safety in the world so and then there's all kinds of other types there's emotional safety there's sexual safety and um, mm-hmm. we have experiences with those too share this because I know that when you hear this you empowered wonderful men are gonna feel like oh what can I do to help her feel more safe and now knowing that she walks through the world in this way how can you support her I think I honestly think their answer might be better than what right we would come up with yeah I love what you said they are so intuitive about what to do when they have the right information right Mm -hmm. sorry no and I think this information would be shocking for a lot of men a lot of men yeah. Is there anything specifically that a man could do to help you feel more safe, to open? Mm, great question. I really love when, um, when I am, like, sensing, you know, like there's an opening and I am going to step into this and open myself, um, that he reminds me of my safety. mm like, it's okay, you're safe. Or he'll, you know, like, touch my arm or touch my leg or um, or just verbally remind me and kind of, like, reassure me, like, it, I've, I've got you, like, mm-hmm. you're safe here. Uh, emotionally, you're safe. Mm-hmm. Whatever I'm sharing, he's like, thank you, and you're safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is really helpful for me just because it reminds me that his masculine energy is online and it does feel safe. Yeah. To drop my guard. Yes. I love that. Yeah. This is such a big topic. Mm-hmm. I can think of a hundred things I would say that create safety. Yeah. Go for it. But it's so um, nuanced, contextual, mm-hmm. and just so many different realms. Like emotional safety is about holding space, validating emotions. Physical safety is little things. It might sound chivalrous, but I love it when I walk on the inside of the road. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, spiritual safety is not judging somebody's beliefs. I mean, we could go deep into any one of those things, which I think maybe we'll include in our future men's program that we're developing. I love that so idea. I feel like we're erring on the line of yeah, like things that should be taught when we see people in person. But in context, yeah. Um, I do want to share this analogy that I heard on the TikTok the other day that really landed with me and I think it will help men a lot. So a lot of, I've heard a lot of conversation around men saying that women need to just be less masculine and drop their guard. And obviously Courtney and I have a bigger perspective on that, a wider, broader perspective on that. But I heard, I heard this man explain it in this way and I think it will make sense to you. The reason women can't just drop their guard and he's talking to a man when he says this, he goes, imagine there are 12 guns laid on the table and six of them are loaded and six of them are not, but you don't know which ones. Which guns are you going to be careful with? And the man's like, well, obviously all of them. I don't know which ones are loaded. And he was like, exactly. That's how women feel with men. They don't know which one of those men is out to hurt them or is protecting them until they get to know you, until you are in their trust, And then they say, oh, this gun isn't loaded. I'm safe here. Mm -hmm. So you can really expect when you interact with a woman that she's coming in with some sort of trauma with men. And if you assume that, then you can be a little bit more delicate. Uh, Not even delicate is the right word. You can be a little bit more intentional 
about creating safety for her because she's discerning, as Courtney brilliantly put in the beginning, are you a loaded gun? Are you a empty gun? Is it called empty when they're not loaded? Is this gun loaded or not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know yet. So there's always going to be a period for a woman when she's getting to know you where she is a bit more in her masculine because she doesn't know if you can hold her yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's looking for that, can I say out-masculinating, out-masculinating her? You can say anything she's, you want. This right? is your podcast. It's our show. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking for a man who has equal, if not stronger, masculine energy than she does so that she can feel safe. Yes. And until she senses that, and until she senses particularly your integrity, and your character and that she can trust your judgment and that you were true down to your core, down to your heart, that you're a good man, right? You're not manipulating, using, misleading, blah, blah, blah. You're a good man. Then naturally her guard will come down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, uh, we always said the progression is like your mind opens, your heart opens, your pussy opens. <laughs> not that she has to open any of those things to you. <laughs> but that, that is kind of the order of yes. if you... If you're noticing that they're all closed, that would be where I would start, mm-hmm. is to think, how, how can I create more safety for, for these to start to open? Because they will open naturally. Mm-hmm. It's like having a you know, combination um, vault, you know, when you can like listen to it. It's going to click, and then, okay, open, yes. open, open. Again, it's her choosing, but she won't have an she won't have a choice if you don't help in that way. That's where the interdependence is created. Is she can do it on her own when she's in her own space, she feels perfectly at home and safe mm-hmm. and can open all of these. But to do that simultaneously with someone else, she does have to have some extra support in that way. And this is what she is asking for from you without maybe having the words to ask. Mm. is I want to feel safe and the way that you can do that is by bringing your masculine energy online and really kind of like rooting into that and grounding into that present strong not strong sturdy Mm. energy Mm. yeah yeah I'm also thinking of like in the home particularly if you're wanting a woman to soften and be more in her feminine Take things off her plate. Mm. Go do the dishes. <laughs> take the trash out. Take anything off her plate that might be weighing on her and do it consistently. She's naturally going to feel like she can depend on you and lean on you and feel safe with you. Mm. We could do a whole episode on uh, emotional labor that women carry and particularly, what was the term? Invisible work of women. Yeah. We could do a whole episode on that. Was that Emily Baldoni's? Yes, Emily Baldoni's. Work. Yeah, Invisible Work of Women. Mm, yeah. A, a podcast we listen to. Yeah, genius, genius stuff. Um, literally, when you said that, my body softened. Of like, it goes back to, I've got it. Go yeah. listen to our episode of the phrases women crave to hear. I've got this. I've got this. I already took care of it. I got it. Took it off your plate. Mm-hmm. It will naturally soften her body because it feels like weight lifted. And we know this is going to go both ways. There's things that she will do too. Right now, we are just focusing on yeah. the masculine to feminine exchange. Yes. We will revisit this if we need to on the feminine to masculine exchange. <laughs> but right now, don't This is me. the topic. <laughs> this is the topic. Um, yeah, taking things off her plate, 
obviously respecting her boundaries. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to do a plan with excellence, as Courtney says, we did a little stitch. We'll tell you the result of it. But we were saying, what are some things that men do that impress women? And we had women write in and give answers, and they're really good so far. So we will yeah, share so them. Fun. We'll share them on the show. They're going to love it. But Courtney's, uh, the thing that she shared was when a man makes a plan and does it with excellence. Like, he doesn't just want it to be a plan. He wants it to land with excellence. That also creates safety in women. When you come home and the whole house is clean and dinner is made and he's texted you before and been like, I have a surprise for you. Oh. Like, be ready at 7. You oh. want to talk about guard dropping? Oh. Every, you could even add, like, everything's taken care of. The kids, you know, the kids are taken care of. School lunches are made. I can't wait to spend time with you. That's a plan with excellence. And we realize it doesn't have to be all the time. No. That's king behavior. It <laughs> doesn't have to be all the time. But it will create... Um, lot of safety for her to drop her guard Mm -hmm. a lot of women are just unfortunately pushed into more masculine especially mothers Mm -hmm. you know they just have to be more in their masculine because they're taking care of little babies all day long Mm -hmm. or toddlers or teenagers whatever so they're naturally in more masculine energy and when her masculine partner can say no no i've got this i can go take care of the kid tonight i can go take care of dinner uh you're gonna get more juicy feminine you can't demand it (laughs) You've got to let it unfold. Yeah, it is not like a light switch. It is definitely a slow-burning fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love what you were just saying of she's always, she's the one in the nurturing role. Mm -hmm. Look who's being nurtured in that dynamic, and that will tell you where the masculine energy is flowing. Mm. I think it was maybe Helena Hart or Leah Lake. I forget who originally told me that masculine, that nurturing is a very masculine energy. We associate it with a very feminine quality mm-hmm. that we want our moms to be nurturing. But nurturing takes a ton of masculine energy yeah. because it's the giving. Yeah. It's not a receiving energy. So if you're looking for why she's not in her feminine energy, notice who's doing the nurturing. Mm-hmm. Who perceives that they're the nurturer? That's where the masculine energy is going to be flowing. So you're welcome. A moment of silence for Courtney's genius. <sighs> okay. That was amazing. (laughs) So good. Yeah, I think it is Leah Lake who says that mothering energy is masculine energy. So when you know that, you know, if you are, if you have children together, if you're a husband and wife, like she is naturally going to be more in her masculine all day. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. It's required. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has these little beings that are dependent on her, but it does put her in a position of like, who's nurturing her? And unfortunately, not always, but I do think women can run into dynamics where they're taking care of everyone in the household. Mm-hmm. And then there's all this conversation around, we'll be more feminine. And she's mm-hmm. like, well... When? How? Feminine takes nurturance. Feminine is the receiver. The masculine is the nurturer. So yeah. if she's the nurturer, she can't nurture her own feminine energy at the same yes. time as nurturing little feminine energies. Yes. Which Pets, is required. Kids, plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no, you can't shift that dynamic. When you have children, pets, plants, whatever, <laughs> you're doing the, the child cannot be in the masculine energy. Mm-mm. She has to be. That's her role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing I hope that men hear this. I hope men hear this and the light bulb goes on. It's like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Just because she's been home all day with the kids doesn't mean she's in her feminine. She's, what? I hope that it feels like a mind blowing moment for the men that yeah. need to hear this. Yeah. Or maybe they already know this, and that's wonderful, too. Yeah. 
And you know what? The second aside to that is because she's in her masculine energy, a really great thing that you know, men, is that masculine energy runs on appreciation. Mm. So before you shift her into her feminine energy and say, I've got this, babe, appreciation. That's what fuels you. Mm-hmm. If you want more of that from her, that's something that you can choose to give while she's in her masculine energy and just say, wow, mm. thank you so much for keeping our kids and pets and plants alive. Mm. I'm going to take over right now. And that part's important, too. The last sentence. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm home. I've got this. I'm going to take over now. I want you to step into your feminine. Mm. Yeah, and if there's not always availability for him to take on those tasks, are there resources? There aren't always, yeah. but can you allocate resources towards taking that off of her plate? Can you get someone to keep the house? Can you have your food prepared? Um, you know, Can you get a babysitter so you guys can have a night together, whatever? And I understand that that does take financial investment, so it's not always available. Mm-hmm. But if it is, that would be a nice way to provide and mm-hmm. support her. Mm-hmm. You know, and I also think that um, there's a lot of thought that that has to be 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. But the women that I've spoken with in my nutrition work, when we talk about like taking one meal off their plate a week, either allocating or either uh, delegating that to one of their kids, their spouse, or to outsource it, that is a huge burden off of their shoulders. So Mm -hmm. I just want to reiterate that, that you don't have to be a, it's not like quote unquote, providing for you to have a live-in chef it can be like hey we're gonna order out one night this week I love when my boyfriend's like thank you so much for cooking Mm. and the nights that I'm like I feel burned out and I don't feel creative he's like great I'm gonna go get takeout what do you want and I'm like oh have you eaten yeah the best text yeah (laughs) I saw a tiktok the other day and it was like how to how to please your woman feed her (laughs) It'll go a long way. We're not complicated. <laughs> okay. Back to it. Uh, I mean, I feel, I feel I quite feel complete. really good. Yeah. Complete crushed. Yeah. Yeah. So in order to nurture the feminine energy in your partner, notice where the nurturance is coming from and see if you can't support that in a way that feels nurturing for her too so that she gets to be back in the receiving energy. That's naturally going to shift her into her feminine energy open up mind, heart, pussy mm-hmm. in that order. So I'm just saying, um, again, not, not that we're advocating that that is a demandable thing either, that those things I open. think we've made it clear it's not a demandable thing. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying, support. We're supporting. We're supporting, <laughs> yes. facilitating all of those nice words. Yes. Um, anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, if you want to integrate this skill and you've got context and you're like, but Brie my partner this, but Courtney, my partner that, or we've been married this many years, and you want our support, we are hosting monthly group coaching calls. So you can come and bring your context and your nuanced situations Mm -hmm. and get our eyes and hearts on it. We're gonna cap them to start at 20 people just to make sure everyone gets support. They'll be 90 minutes long on Zoom. Any questions you have, feminine, masculine, relationships, polarity, intimacy, pleasure, Generational trauma, family dynamics, keeping the polarity when you do have a family, Mm -hmm. discerning healthy partners, green flags, red flags. Yeah, dating. 
We love talking about Single season. If you want support in your single season, we've got your back. So it's really, mm-hmm. if you want Courtney and I's support, then feel free to come to our monthly calls. There will be a link in the show notes for you to sign up for that. They are half price for these first couple sessions. We're going to mm-hmm. do them at $99 instead of $199. So if you'd like in, make sure you claim your spot early. I imagine these will start filling up as we start getting more momentum around them. And if you love the show, if they love the show, what should they do? Please share it. <laughs> share it with your buddies. That's That would be like the <gasps> biggest honor yes. if you shared this with a masculine friend of yours. Yes. Oh, yes. I love when men share resources with each other that are helpful for them. That's our hope. So if this was helpful for you, send it to a buddy mm. or send it to your partner. That would be an amazing conversation. I love hearing from people when they're like, we listened to your podcast together and Mm -hmm. it opened up this new dialogue, this new intimacy, this new like thing that we're trying and we just love it. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, because then you could ask her, does this feel true for you? Is this how you feel when you go for a walk alone? And it's a whole different experience when you hear your woman say, that Mm -hmm. is how I feel. Mm -hmm. I've just not had words. I just thought that's how everyone operated. And you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, don't take our word for it. Take your woman's word for it. Ask her. Because she will be the expert on her experience, obviously. And ask her what would make her feel more safe and supported. She knows better than we do. We're sharing with you our experience, but every woman is different, just as every man is different. So ask your woman, what would make you feel safer? What would make you feel more supported? What would help you have more ease during the day? How can it make your life more fun? What would make you feel spoiled? I am giving you the gold here, men. That's Courtney hitting a home run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so ask those questions because she's the expert on herself. And if she doesn't know the answer, give her a few days and ask her to get back to you. Yep. Let her think about it. Yeah. Or just start trying stuff and see if it works. Mm, that's fun. Yeah. I love that idea. Anything else? Um, share it with the men you love because yeah. that is such a gift to the men in your world and to women. This is really important for men to know. As women, this is re- as a woman, this is really important to me that men know this. Yeah. So thank you for those of you that have shared because the show's been growing like really so fast. We're really Amazing. grateful. Amazing. Yeah. And if you would like to work with Courtney, yeah, you can find all of my work on CourtneyShand.com. Um, feel free to find me on Instagram at Courtney underscore Shand or on Facebook. If you add me on Facebook, just DM me and let me know that you found me on the podcast. I would love to connect and sometimes they get lost in the groups of spam (laughs) requests. So feel free to just send me a message, say, hey, I heard your podcast and I will go ahead and add you on Facebook so that you can see the content that I post there as well. But um, CourtneyShand.com, all of my resources, I do again work with men and women in the dating space. So If the monthly coaching call is for you, I think that would be a really fun opportunity to step into working with both of us because you get both of us. That is so fun. And what about you, Bree? What would they, where would they go to find you? Yeah, you go to buildingbree.com. And on that homepage, there are all kinds of options, baby, of Mm e-courses, one-to-one work you can apply for, masterminds that I host, free master classes that I do. So I work with women and I work with couples now as well. A lot of my female entrepreneur clients, um, some of my female entrepreneur clients are now starting to bring their men into a call every month. So that's really fun. So if you're a woman wanting to scale your business or be more in your feminine, 
particularly pleasure and intimacy work is really my realm and that's also modality of scaling your business believe it or not it's part of my favorite thing in the world to teach Uh, buildingbree.com will have all of that and then my instagram's at buildingbree and that's the show ladies and gentlemen (laughs) thank you guys for being here we'll see you next week